Big Fluff. Well, Joe, uh, I was going to suggest that we do an anecdote like we do every t- um, most of the time. Well, most of the time. But right. you said, I don't really have any good maple syrup stories. No, I don't. Uh, and I don't really have a whole lot that's past. I tried it and I like it. <laughs> right. So we're Joe, just going to do a shot. Yeah. Joe said <laughs> straight grade A dark maple syrup. Yeah. Well, uh, cheers. Oh, Canada. Oh, oh God. It's so thick. <laughs> mm. Oh, Curioso. A Curioso is someone who inquires in esoteric matters. A collector of knowledge. Curioso Podcast. Howdy, Chris. Hi, I'm like lip smacking over here because you just made me suck on maple syrup. That's right. Anecdote. So, uh, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm doing pretty good too, man. Good. Yeah, I went for a nice walk in the park today and it wasn't freezing cold. Yeah, I know. It's once. awesome. I'm yeah. just now getting our garden all situated and together. I just want to say my hops plants mm-hmm. are already like six inches above the soil. Sweet. I've got four sprouts and all of them are six inches above the soil. So nice. I'm going to have to like go in and chop some of that off and give you another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Because I gave you one last year and I'm pretty sure that was the Cascade. Yeah. And it, this it time. Died. <laughs> yeah. It, did, did it die? No. I don't it know. It might pop back up, man. You never know. know. I'm still don't, waiting. Don't throw it in the compost pile. Because no, it's still in where it's still in the same thing just nothing's happening in the yet. same pot but nothing's yep. come up yet it might come up okay give it some time but if not i've got more okay i've got good. more where that came from about this episode yes why why <laughs> why maple syrup yeah why maple syrup or Sir, syrup i call maple syrup syrup what do you what do you how do you say it i say syrup syrup mm-hmm. maple syrup Sir, you know what? I don't <laughs> contention. Do I have a thing? I don't even. Th- I don't know. No, I, it's not just you. There are other people I know, my lovely lady included, mm-hmm. that say syrup. I have to say, I think that either are correct. Okay, I think it's perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, saying just it's like right you say onion and I, I say onion. Is that how, is there? That? <laughs> I don't. I don't know how you say it. I can't say it properly. Right. Onion. 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 <laughs> sure. And I say onion. Mm-hmm. Syrup, syrup, right? Syrup, however you want to say it. But why maple syrup? Well, I mean, I think it's a it's a delicious treat, and we we've done plenty of different food stuffs. And tis the season. It is the season. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's why we decided to do it this month. Is because this is really over the span of like these three months. Mm-hmm. You know, like February, March, April is a, usually around the time where they start harvesting maple syrup. Right, the sugaring. The sugaring. <laughs> the sugaring, too. Mm-hmm. You know? So you're making it sound like it's a horror movie. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo. I just thought it would be kind of a fun thing to do. And mm-hmm. also, we could do a tie-in because we both brew stuff, and I thought we could brew it with maple syrup. And we did. And we did. <laughs> so we're going to try that. So I guess that's why. All yeah. right. Yeah, pretty much. Maple is the common name for the genus Acer, like the computer. No. <laughs> there used to be There's syrup inside my computer. <laughs> there are approximately 128 species. Most are native to Asia, but others can be found in Europe and both North and South America. These trees can grow from 33 to 148 feet tall. That's tall. That's like 10 or 10 to 45 meters tall. Oh, you did the conversion? I did. Look at you. Yeah. Weird thing about that. Hmm. Can I break in for this? Sure. I'm sorry. So weird thing, as I was searching and, and doing research, did you know that the maple syrup industry, even though a lot of it is from Canada, mm-hmm. okay, they still use pounds Yeah. in the maple syrup industry? Mm-hmm. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay, imperial system. <laughs> Good. A maple's most distinctive feature is the leaves, which are classified as palmate. Those are the leaflets that are all radiating from one point. And they're also classified as veined and lobed, giving the, I guess, distinct hand-shaped leaf that we all know and love, mm-hmm. which they can have three, seven, nine, or I think 13 points altogether. 
depending right. on the species. Yeah, I mean, they do look a little bit different. Like, I know the ones that they call, like, Japanese red maple. Mm -hmm. They like to sell those for, like, ornament, ornamentation mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, those are, like, the Vs in the leaves are much, much deeper. Right. So right. those are so pretty. They are. So gorgeous. Like you said, some are just used or grown for their ornamental beauty, such as the Norway maple, the silver, the red, and, of course, the Japanese. Mm -hmm. The art of bonsai uses maples quite regularly, like the trident, the amur, the field, and the montepillar maple. There's, there's a lot more than I knew about. 128. Yeah. <laughs> Maple wood can and is used for smoking things like food, like beef, pork, fish, you name it. I've never had anything that's been like maple smoked. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I've had like you... Uh, so there's been... You never had uh, like maple jerky? Maple smoked jerky? No. Oh, it's good. No. I also haven't really eaten meat since I've been 18. Oh, yeah. So, that's true. You know what I mean? So you're missing out. Yeah. I, I mean, you know. <laughs> the charcoal from maple trees is used in the process for making Tennessee whiskey. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Maple wood is also used to make things like bowling pins, pool cues, butcher blocks, baseball bats, recurve bows... Remember those things, like right, Robin right. Hood? The wood grain can be very distinct and decorative, such as the flame maple or the quilt or we the bird's eye maple. We call that the flaple. The flaple, mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> maple wood is also a tone wood. With its hard structure and ability to carry sound extremely well, it's used in all kinds of musical instruments. Violins, violas, cellos, double basses, and many myriads of guitars and, and regular basses alike. Maple is used in countless foods and beverages, as we probably all know. Things like donuts, maple bars, butters, cookies, taffies, toffees, sugars. The Native Americans and the First Nations people of, of Canada have been making maple syrup and things with maple and maple syrup for as long as they've been around. And they first started trading those things for goods and other stuff in, I think, the early 1600s. Right. Now, the reason why that they use maple and maple syrup is because it has a, uh, it has a pretty awesome quality, and that is it's sap, mm -hmm. very much like uh, pine sap or anything like that. If you've ever cut down a Christmas tree, you get sap on your hands and it gets really stuck to you. Mm -hmm. But as pine sap, it can be really very tarry. Yes. Maple sap is not like that. Nope. It is very, uh, it's very, what's the opposite of viscous, Joe? Smooth. Okay. It's uh, liquidy. You yes. know what I mean? In fact, it only has 2% sugar content. Right. Now, the reason why it does this, why maple trees do this, is because maple trees actually keep themselves from freezing. It's actually a type of... Antifreeze. Yeah, it's a type of antifreeze. Right. Uh, because sugar does not like to freeze. If you have sugar content in something, it is much harder to freeze it. You have to bring it down to a lower temperature. Mm -hmm. So when a tree uh, gets very cold it has a tendency to ramp up its sugar production so that it doesn't it doesn't freeze and die. Right. Now, one of the important things is that when when you go to tap these trees, there is actually a very specific time frame to do it. Why they call it like sugaring season? Mm -hmm. Where they what what they call it? Sugar bush season sometimes too. Yeah. And the reason why they do this is because it, they want it to be very cold at night, mm -hmm. and they want it to freeze over. So basically what happens is all that sap goes, yeah, 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 let's go, yeah, up into a, the tree. It's a pressure change. Right. So it goes up into the tree, mm -hmm. and it creates this, like, antifreeze. And then during the day, it gets warm, the sun comes out, it warms up, all that sap inside loosens up. Right. And when it loosens up, it's prime time for tapping, baby. Mm -hmm. You want to tap that tree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> So what you do is you get one of those little spiles, right? Mm -hmm. And you knock it into the side of the tree. Bop, 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 bop. And then beautiful, delicious. A lot of the time they'll call it maple water. Okay. So if they're tapping like a birch tree, mm -hmm. they'll tap birch water. They'll call it different things. It's the sap. Right. You know? But like I said, it only has a 2% content. Now, here's just a, a few weird statistics. Maple water is 2%. Right. In order for it to be maple syrup, mm -hmm. it has to be 66%. Right. A weird thing is, is uh, so maple water is 2%. I, I actually had to do this. I had to find like 12, a 12-ounce 12 bottle of Coke 
and try and do like I actually wound up doing like the the math on it, right? Because it tells you how many like gram, sugar and grams it is. Mm-hmm. So I actually had to do the math on it, and sugar content in a can of Coke, right? Okay, is eleven point five percent. That's a lot. Eleven and a half percent sugar in Coke, maple water two percent. Right, and it takes something like forty gallons, mm-hmm. forty gallons of maple water, straight maple sap from a tree, right. To make one gallon of actual maple syrup. One whole gallon, baby. To get your 66.9% sugars. Now, sometimes you can get them to to pump up the volume a little bit. And they'll actually be like two and a half, three, all, like maybe even up to 4%. But mm-hmm. most of the time, in general, 2% your, is about what it your is. Your average, yes. Yeah. Now, a sugar maple that is 10 to 12 inches in diameter, that's about a 40-year-old tree right there. Right. So you're going to have more luck with a tree about that size and larger than you will anything smaller than that. So another weird thing, when the sap starts to run, okay, when you actually start to run it and, you, and you're collecting it in these vessels, mm-hmm. you actually have to keep it cold. Right. Like, or reasonably cold, like kind of like refrigerator temperature, mm-hmm. you know, like 40 degrees or so, or it can go sour. Mm-hmm. And why does it go sour, Joe? Natural yeast. Natural yeast. Wild uh, yeast. Uh, bacteria, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Lactobacillus, mm-hmm. uh, pediococcus. They all love sugar. Right. They all love sugar <laughs> and they want to eat it and they want to turn it into alcohol. Yep. But, you know, we're trying not to turn it into alcohol. Yet. We're trying to, well, we did. <laughs> right. But, you know, the people who are making maple syrup are trying to not make it go sour. We don't want those bacteria that give it any kind of... Off flavors. Yeah, off flavors or, right. or bitterness or sourness. Mm-hmm. The sap is gathered into storage tanks at a sugar house or a collection area with vacuum pumps. That's for the, the larger places that, that have, have the facilities. Then the sap goes through reverse osmosis, which takes a percentage out of the water before you go into uh, the boiling process. The boiling, because the boiling process takes so long. I mean, yes. it can literally take like eight hours mm-hmm. to get a few gallons, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. boiled down. You know, it's very much like... You've done like some shrubs and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, that when you, it's not bitters. What are they? Just kind of like a reduction. Additions. Yeah, a reduction, yeah. you know. I mean, it takes a long time to make yes, a reduction. Yes, it does. You know, yeah. so when you're doing that, you have to boil off all that water mm-hmm. and get rid of it. And to get it down to where it's like syrupy, 66% sugar, it That's, takes a long time. And especially a lot talking of, 40 gallons for one gallon. That's right, a and a lot of steam. Yes. So if they can actually do it through an osmosis way, and that's like a very new thing, you know, yeah, that's only yeah. that's been happening recently, mm-hmm. a way to take out water content first. Quicker. You know? Also, just oddly enough, I'm going to sprinkle this in a little bit, Joe. We were talking earlier about Native Americans, and one of the ways that they actually tried to do this as well, would they, they would sit it out on a very cold night, mm-hmm. the sap, mm-hmm. and they would jack it. Very much like Applejack. Sweet. They would wait till the water would freeze on the top and they would sift through all the ice crystals mm-hmm. and pull those out. And it, so they had to boil it even less. Nice. Yep. Very Kinda cool. Neat. So in the commercial process, it goes into the boiling phase, basically just giant pots or evaporators to further remove the rest of the water and to thicken the sap. The process caramelizes the sugars. It's taken off of the heat at around 219 degrees, cooled and then filtered. And then it's graded for flavor, color, and density. Mm-hmm. Are we going to do the grading system? Oh, did you do you know that it changed, right? I, I did, and okay. it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Go okay. for it. So there used to be different kinds of, of grading for it. Okay, so recently they've, they've changed it. But originally you had these different types. Grade A, mm-hmm. which is light amber. Grade A medium amber, mm-hmm. grade A dark amber, and then you had grade B, which was a very dark and strong taste, which I think it would be the maple syrup that I would like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I like that dark coffee. It's borderline molasses. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you had commercial grade, which right. was pretty much everything else. Yeah. You know? it's all the things, whatever they can't sell at grade A. Right. I would think that basically like whatever you would use to like flavor maple. Cookies. And yeah. All the things. Yeah. You know, just anything that you're selling that's maple, that would be like commercial grade. It was, yeah. It would be like. You know what they couldn't necessarily get very clear, or yeah, or yeah, and like you that. don't, you probably don't have to use as much of the the darker, heavier duty grade stuff right. to flavor things for maple. 
yeah, than you it, would the lighter stuff. It's got a stronger flavor. Right. So, and they all come from different times in the season. Exactly. You know, yeah. in different boiling times and things mm-hmm. like that. They can change it. Yeah. I mean, and nowadays, some maple producers have 40 to 60,000 taps going for a season. That's crazy. That's a lot. So... They've, they have changed it. So let's let's get to what they've changed it to. Sure. Uh, they've changed it to grade A, golden color, delicate taste. Grade A, amber color, rich taste. Grade A, dark color, robust taste. Mm. Grade A, a very dark color, strong taste. So grade B has now changed to grade A, a very strong, strong dark taste. Okay. And then commercial grade has changed to processing grade. Hmm. Now, I don't know if you've noted, noticed the difference here, but they no longer have a grade B. Right. They've changed them all to grade A, baby. They're all grade A. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, I guess it serves a purpose because maple syrup contains 65 antioxidants. It has high levels of zinc and manganese. 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 Right. That's just a, a mineral, right? Yes. Yeah. It's lower in calories than corn syrup and honey. Mm -hmm. It only has 50 calories per tablespoon. It carries 37% of the daily dose of riboflavin. Oh, I love riboflavin. That's that's B12, right? Yeah. Riboflavin is B12. And other minerals like magnesium, calcium, and potassium. Pure maple syrup does not cause the same spike in blood insulin levels as some other sugars. Really? Uh, Yeah. That's so crazy because let me just say, uh, my wife is diabetic. Mm -hmm. Don't hold it against her. Uh, (laughs) However, hates maple syrup. Like hates it. Hates the smell of it. Hates the taste of it. Cannot stand it. Get her something like super light in flavor. No, she doesn't like the flavor of it at all. At all. Does not matter. If something is maple flavored, she's like not into it. Well, maybe it's the artificial crap she had a bad experience with. (laughs) I I said I had a bad experience. (laughs) Uh, I don't know, but I I love it. I absolutely, you know. Well, tell her this. It has the same beneficial classes of polyphenolics, the compounds found in things like berries, tomatoes, tea, red wine, and other wheat and flax. Yeah. So it might help. Might not be that bad for her. Right. Have you ever put a little maple syrup in your coffee? Uh, Yeah. I put maple syrup in a lot of things. Let's let's talk a little bit about just what is maple syrup and what is not maple syrup, Joe. Okay. So maple syrup comes from the maple tree. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's delicious. It's nutritious. It's sugary. Doesn't and, taste like uh, chicken. It's it's honestly, after taking that shot of maple syrup, making me a bit phlegmy. <laughs> it is a bit, yeah. And I think I'm starting to get the maple sweats. Well, do you want to break into one of our, uh, one of our maple concoctions? Sure, yeah. Which one do you want to do first? Uh, rock, paper, scissors? Uh, yeah. Rock, yeah, paper, yeah, maples? Yeah. One, one two, two, three. <laughs> wait, wait, we're all off. All right. One, one two, two, three, throw. Three. Uh, you win. Shoot. So yours goes? Sure. Okay. All right. Hello, Curioso fans. Have you ever wondered what it would be like if Chris and Joe didn't put all of their hard work into researching the topics for this show? Hi, I'm John Bennett. And I'm Patrick Stork. And we are the hosts of Expert of Nothing. A live game show where we bring six contestants up to to talk about a pre-selected topic. And also to flash a topic that they have no idea what it will be. A completely unscripted debate. By experts making it up right on the spot. It's sort of like a bar argument meets TED Talks. More facts than a Texas textbook. You can catch our podcast every two weeks on the Peak Sloth Network. You can catch our live shows every month at the wind-up space. Alternative facts, we got them. We invented them. Since we talked about doing this maple episode, I decided to make a maple porter. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's got notes of roasty. I'm doing the the nose. Mm Mm-hmm. No so roasty, yeasty. A little bit, yeah. It's been, it's almost three weeks in the bottle. Mm-hmm. I've got some, definitely have some maple in there. Oh, yeah. It's there. Yeah. Give it a shot. I'm going to give it, all right, here we go. Oh, Joe, that is so good. I gave you the one with, I made a homemade cocoa nib tincture. Right. And I think you're the one who told me about how, how to do that. Yeah. Just soak the cocoa nibs in alcohol. Right. Use uh, Tito's vodka mm-hmm. for a couple of days. 
and that went into the fermenter mm-hmm. like uh, probably the day or two before I bottled it. Right. I do that with all my spice beers mm-hmm. because it, it it's like you're basically making your own extract. Right. You're exactly. extracting all the flavors, all the spices. I do it with all like my pumpkin spice and everything. Mm-hmm. And then that's what I add to it after Bef- it's brewed. Right. After it's fermented. Right. And you're ready to bottle. Then you add it, let it sit for a day or so, and then you're ready to go. Right. Now, I got to say... I think the cocoa nibs really like knock up that maple flavor. It does. You it know does. what I mean? I made like it pairs with it well. Well, I made two different batches. So the homemade cocoa nib stuff I did on the last half of the the batch mm-hmm. when I was bottling it. Right. When I was bottling it, I cut it in half basically. Right. Okay. So the first part you... doesn't have the homemade stuff. The second part did. Yeah, you parted it. Yeah. 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 So you you did one one way and you did one another. Yeah. yeah so to see what what it would taste like. With those different ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. This is so good. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, absolutely. So what we were talking about, though, with uh, with what is maple and what's what not maple, yeah. this beer is maple. Yeah. It has, it has real, real maple syrup. Real maple syrup in it. Mm-hmm. Now, there are things on the market that are not real maple syrup. Really? Yeah. Like Mrs. Butterworth and Aunt Jemima. They don't have- Who ma- I'm don't... pretty sure are racist characters. Characters. Well, they are, yes. But they don't- purport to have maple syrup in them no but they they're like a real maple it's like no they're they're like a real maple because it's like syrup and butter okay but my my point is (laughs) they probably use diacetyl they're trying to act like they're maple syrup and they're not they're made Mm. out of corn syrup yes i got i can't say syrup no you got me all like weird about saying syrup like syrup syrup Syrup? so is it s-u-r-p syrup 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 there you go. Syrup. Maybe there's, I just need to slow it down. Yeah, there's a Y in there. Syrup. <laughs> so, but yeah, yeah, they're they're not maple syrup, and mm. they're there, and you know, log cabin, all that, all that garbage that just like it's basically corn syrup with food coloring, with food coloring <laughs> and maple syrup flavoring. Right, the artificial flavor made in a lab, and and gotcha. you know, if I wanted to do that, right, if I wanted. So some some sort of like sugar thing. I would I either I reach for two things: either maple syrup, three things: maple syrup, <laughs> honey, or I like lion's. What's it called? It's lion's golden syrup, and that's just made from pure sugar cane. Yeah, it's okay. like an English product. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's it's really good. Every time I usually bring it when we have burnt supper because mm-hmm. I like to put it on my uh, my bread. Everything. You well, no, I put it on <laughs> any kind of like Irish soda bread or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. it's well, it's, it's really good. It's on. reminiscent of a of a nice molasses. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah but it's made from real sugar cane, you know, mm-hmm. and and that's what I like about it. So those are the three things that I reach for that are like sugary goodness mm-hmm. you know gotcha. so and in fact when we went to niagara falls i of course had to bring home some maple scissor uh yeah yeah which reminds me canada produces 71 percent of the world's maple syrup supply 91 percent of that is made in a little town called quebec mm-hmm. with 8,600 maple syrup companies in canada altogether I, for, I think we forgot to mention this, but what you're talking about, how they have so many trees and things, mm-hmm. we talked about the spiles and knocking them in, right. right? But they don't just just knock the spile in anymore and collect it because you have to go out like round the clock yeah. and empty this thing out because it's like, now if you have one in your own property, that's fine. You know, you can do that and make your own maple syrup, but mm-hmm. they now have these, you know, the tubing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Where they basically, it looks like. They're connected like like in the Matrix <laughs> yep. or whatever. All going to all the, the, the central computer or something. Yeah, giant barrel, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they all come downhill yep. into these- Collection into these, tanks. Yeah, collection tanks where they, then they take it and they, they, they boil it up. Mm-hmm. So, but, you know, what's great about it is those trees specifically, they, they grow in very specific places, which is conducive to that. Mm-hmm. So sugar trees or sugar maple trees- are usually found in low, rich soil, sometimes also on higher land in more northern regions and on hills where the soil is the most moist. Mm. So when they have them on the hills, they have to find a place in the valley for this collection to come down. Or they also have, like you were talking about earlier, a suction method where they actually have like a vacuum. vacuum pump. That, that, 
that pumps it out. And apparently it, that has absolutely no adverse reaction to get, you know, it does ramp up your, your, your collection. The amount of time it takes. Right. Yeah. yeah. And the amount of time, but you don't use that. If you just use the downhill method, you still get some, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you don't have to pay for all that major equipment. Right. So a couple of things about when they, when they actually collect it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then they take it to the sugar shack, <laughs> right? Is it, that's what they call it, right? Pretty much. Yeah. The sugar sugar house. I've heard sugar house. Right. That's what they called me in high school. Sugar house. Sugar house. <laughs> sugar shack. Uh, so when it's time to make the syrup, what they actually do is they have to warm up that sap before they throw it into the boil. Mm-hmm. Say they already have some sap that's boiling. They actually have, they can't throw, just throw that sap in cold. They temper it. They have to temper it and warm it up mm-hmm. and then throw it in because what can happen is, is it can stop your boil or slow your boil down. Oh yeah, we all know that. Well, we know that because we're brewers. No, even making a pot of spaghetti noodles. Right, true. You throw true. in a little bit and everything's going well and you try to throw in a whole bunch more. And you, suddenly the boil stops. Yeah, your temperature's gonna drop out and you're going to mess the whole thing up. Right. Well, not the whole thing, but you get the point. Now, it can also boil over. And you mm. definitely don't want that to happen. And, we, you know, you've had that happen in brewing, right? Yeah. A boil over. hot, sticky it mess is everywhere. Awful. Now, mm. one of, there are a few different things that you can stop a boil over with. One of the best things to do is you can throw some ice cubes into a, spray, a sprayer. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and water will break up the molecules. and then Right. You shoot a little cold water in it. It'll bring it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I was watching one video where a guy had a little tiny little squeeze bottle and he kept it in his his the shirt pocket of his flannel you know shirt mm. and uh it had vegetable oil, oil in it hmm. so every time it would start to boil oh, over we... he would drop a drop of vegetable oil yeah because it breaks the viscosity of the the tension your surface tension yeah yeah so it would again start to go down so hmm. but apparently it didn't have any adverse reactions to the overall end product flavor because you're literally just doing a few drops of oil in 40 gallons in, yeah and like 40 gallons <laughs> no so, one's gonna notice right so another thing is, is when it finally comes to the end, you have to make sure you get that once you're up to that 66%, mm-hmm. you have to get it off of there quickly. Yes. Because what can happen is, is if you let it sit for too long, instead of being syrup, it'll actually become maple sugar. Yes. It'll crystallize very much like if you've ever had uh, honey mm-hmm. that sits in the little bear for too long. Yeah. And it starts to get real crystallized, mm-hmm. you know, it... It's basically like honey sugar. Yep. One of my favorite treats growing up when I was a kid, we would go out camping or something like that. And at all these camp stores, they would have maple sugar candies. You tell me about those and I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. They're, they're, they, they're usually pressed into the form of like a maple leaf. And basically all you do is you take maple sugar. I believe I looked at the recipe earlier, so I'm doing this from the top of my head. I believe you have to bring it up to like 200 degrees. And then you take it off of the boil and then you let it cool for exactly 10 minutes. Then you whip air into it until it starts to get a bit of a lighter color, kind mm-hmm. of like a caramel sort mm-hmm. of color. And then once it gets there, then you pour it into molds and you let it sit and chill overnight. And you can actually put it into a fridge and stuff like that. And you mm-hmm. pull it out and there are these maple sugar candies. And they're, it's basically just maple syrup in sugar form, you know, that's <laughs> crystallized. Right. You've brought it up to a crystallizing temperature mm-hmm. and then brought it back down. And then they're just, oh, they're, they melt in your mouth. They just taste like maples. They're so good. <laughs> the be- I mean, you're basically eating sugar. Well, yeah, but of so good. In some cultures, maple trees were believed to ward off things like demons and or evil spirits. Hmm. The maple tree was consecrated to Dana, the Celtic goddess of fertility. Really? Yes. Let's hope my Dana is not the Celtic goddess of fertility because <laughs> I got one kid and that's enough. Right. Cross your fingers. In China, maple is associated with honor. In Japan, it represents love and autumn. Hmm. I could see that. They turned such a pretty, like, color Oh yeah, in the yeah. autumn. Now, rewind back to Canada. On February 15th, 1965, the Canadian flag we know and love today was first raised in a ceremony held at Parliament Hill. But the maple leaf, as a Canadian symbol, dates back to probably the 1800s because it was an export. People did logging, made maple syrup. Before that, they were still under English control. Right. So their mm-hmm. flag didn't represent Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought it was a neat, neat little thing. Like, I didn't know it, it first flew in 1965. Yeah. That seems... Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
little little close to now. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've got a few different things about Native American culture I kind of wanted to bring it up. Okay. You know, you were talking about what it means around the world, mm -hmm. okay? There were people in the Chippewa tribe that used it a decoction of the bark to treat sores. Oh. The Mohegan used it to cure coughs. The Sel Selgi, T-S-A-L-A-G-I. How would hmm. you say that? Selgi? Sure. They use, right. they use the silver maple bark for sore eyes, cramps, and other genealogical problems. Hmm. But what's weird is, is like, there's not a whole lot of like maple in like new herbal books and things like that. You, right, you don't right. really find it very much anymore, you know? Well, I, I think nowadays it's just seen as a sugar. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. It's, so it's, I mean, probably for cultures that have been using it forever, probably still use it for that. Right. But I'm saying in popular society and the, the world at large, it's just a sugary thing. A lot of people think that before like the 1600s, okay, before we really started taking over um, everything, what we, everything <laughs> what we now know is the US. Yeah. Native Americans, they did tap trees. Now, mm -hmm. when they did it, though, they would use like a like a tomahawk or something like that. And they would actually cut a V shape into it and then they would take a like a like a split of a log and they would curl it into a v-shape and shove it into the the side of the tree okay so it's like a little funnel almost right yeah so a like funnel yeah just like a like holding your hands like this yeah and, and yeah pouring water down the drain yeah and it would and they would pour it and now you would think okay so what are they collecting it in right anything a goat bladder or a, a... do we have a lot of goats here i don't think well, we you have a lot I mean. of goats here man animal bladders <laughs> They used those. They also made some potteries and gourds. And One of the things that they did was they took birch, the birch bark, mm -hmm. and they would actually fashion that into little bowls oh, to yeah, be able to collect it. Yeah. And it was thought of, as far as I, my research has told me, it was thought of as a bit of a delicacy because you're tasting it and it's very sweet. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, it's only 2% sugar, but you it's don't usually have any sugar. Water, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, there's been some discussion and talk about whether they actually boiled it down into maple syrup or not, because at the time they had no kettles. So mm -hmm. there was talk of, did the Native Americans show the Europeans how to do this? And then the Europeans took the kettles and they boiled it and made a reduction. We're not really sure on that because right. we haven't found a whole lot. Now, it was thought that maybe they had hollowed out logs, okay? Mm -hmm. And they would pour the maple syrup into it and then they would put boiling rocks into it, very much like uh, a Stein beer. A Stein okay. beer is a type of beer that they would, that they would boil in that way. So as opposed to a beer stein, yes. which means like a stone cup that you would drink beer out of. Right. They would they would call it a stein beer. And, it, you know, it, you know, it's very they thought that that's how they boiled it. Uh, but I have this one guy who basically he's an anthropologist who doesn't think that that was what it is. And that, it's going to the link's going to be on the show notes mm -hmm. because he said he's tried it oh. several times. And every time he does it, it just winds up having like so much lye and gross stuff coming from like the bark of the tree yeah. that it is the most disgusting mess that you've <laughs> ever tasted. And it tastes like soap. Oh, wow. Because it pulls stuff from it and it's so terrible. And he's like, there's no way that Native American people did this. Well, no I way. And my thought was maybe they poured it on something that they had cooked. You right. know, like a, a chunk of meat or something, they poured the, the syrup on there to sweeten it a little bit. Mm -hmm. You don't really need a pot if you're just cooking over open fire and you pour right. a little bit of maple water on it. Yeah, and then there's also the thing where I was talking about where it's possible that they left it out to freeze and jacked it and pulled the ice off of it. Right. And it got a little bit sweeter as mm -hmm. well because, you know, your sugar content's getting higher as yeah. you're pulling the water out. But I can I can totally see them giving just maple water to a little kid. Oh, and him loving it. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> kids love sweet stuff. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Joe, before we go any further, mm -hmm. you just grabbed my jug. <laughs> grabbed jug. It, it, it was blackberry cider, but now it has something that I like to call sparkling maple syrup wine. Okay, that's a, that's a mouthful. It is. Okay. It's going to be a mouthful when you put it in your mouth. <laughs> Okay, so basically, I made a uh, I made a maple syrup wine, and instead of I, I just hate degassing stuff. Like yeah. I don't have any of the equipment for it. Yeah. I don't want to shake it up. I, and to be honest with you, I like a little carbonation. Oh so yeah, me too. I basically made like a sparkling maple syrup wine. Okay. Now it is one hundred percent maple syrup, except I did yeah. add. <laughs> it is almost one hundred percent maple syrup. I did add a little bit of molasses. I think like two tablespoons mm -hmm. for like like a two gallon batch. Okay. So like very little, but I just wanted to add like a little bit of complexity to it. Right. Right. You know gotcha. what I mean? I get a little licorice and yeast. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a little yeasty. 
Well, yeah. I definitely didn't use any licorice in it. Well, give it a try. Let's see. What do you think? That's sweet. Yeah, because it didn't ferment it all the way. Oh. There's still a little bit of maple syrup left. Hmm. A little bit of sugar. This is about... How did you halt the fermentation? I didn't. The yeast just gave up. I used a beer yeast instead of a wine yeast. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so instead of using a wine yeast to get it all the way down, mm-hmm. I used a beer yeast. A beer yeast will stop at about 10%. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know how we drink. <laughs> so I figured 10% is as high as we probably want to go. Gotcha. I don't know. Do you get the maple syrup out of it? I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's there. It's got a little sweetness to it. Oh, definitely the You sweetness. like a drier wine, I do. You? I do. Yeah. yeah. But this is good. But it's not super sweet. No, but it is very, it, it is very reminiscent of a... Like a yeasty Prosecco. Right. Like I, get, I get the sweetness. I get the... Well, I, like I said, I used a beer yeast. Yeah. So you're probably going to taste a little bit of that. And actually, what I wound up using was a Hefeweizen yeast. Oh. I don't know. I just went crazy. I did... But that's, that's what it reminds me of. Yeah. Of a, a real clean Hefeweizen. Right. Yeah. That's sort of like yeasty, weedy, weird Hefeweizen thing. It's exactly what... Yeah. Because that's what I used. Yep. So I think it gives it a little bit of complexity, and I know they impart yeasty flavors. I know yeah. that that's not what you're supposed to do with wine, but I am I'm an inventor, Joe. <laughs> I'm a mechanic. I'm a right. beer mechanic. Sure. I like to do different things. Mm. Tasty. I also didn't want to go to the homebrew store, and I had some in my fridge. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've, got, <laughs> I've got a whole bunch of champagne and wine yeast if you want some oh really mm-hmm. yeah well maybe i'll do that next time but okay. i kind of like the way it came out yeah and, no, and you know it still had some sugar left into it you know so it wasn't totally and completely dry as a bone like champagne yeast will get you right all right joe so we were talking about different places mm-hmm. where cultural influences with right. maple one of the places that has a long history of making maple syrup is vermont that is true and apparently one of the things that some of the vermont Vermontians? Vermontians have noticed is that squirrels also get into the fun of of tapping trees as well. Do they? Yes, they do. And how they do this is they take their teeth and they chew into the side of the tree to get like a little notch in there. A little, little, little taste of the sap. Right. And then they run away and then they come back later, and as the sap drips down, it either dries or overnight it'll freeze and it'll mm-hmm. turn into a little sap icicle. A sap sickle. A sap sickle. Mm-hmm. And then they'll come back and they'll lick the sap and get a little bit of nutrients from it. Sweet. Isn't that crazy? That, I, that, that, that I mean, basically squirrels are, are drinking tree water? Well, I mean, it makes sense. They're getting some sugar. They, they, they need it too. Yeah. So it's thought of a, as, a, as a delicacy in a lot of places. It is. Canada being the largest producer, though. Mm. Okay. They, they've tried to, like, tap into different markets. Like, they've tried to tap. Is that a, a maple syrup pun? pun I think Tapping so. Tapping yeah. into. Yeah. Okay. They, they've tried to, like, bring it into, like, China and Japan and well, things they, like that. They export to 50 countries. Right, yeah. But apparently it hasn't really taken hold there. Right. They're not really into it that much. Mm -hmm. So one of the weirdest things, okay, have you ever heard of the maple syrup cartel? No. No? Okay. Well, a uh, producers of maple syrup, they voted in a referendum in 1989 and decided to work together to sell maple syrup. So uh, it is a uh, federation that basically buys all the syrup in Quebec. Wow. Now, there are a few people that actually get away with not selling it there, but basically everyone has been strong-armed oh. and pressured into selling it through this through this federation. Mm. Now, apparently they don't get paid until they sell the syrup. Okay. Now, what, what happens is they buy it all up, they truck it to, there are three different warehouses, and they have them all you know, in, in these three warehouses. Throughout, and, yeah. And uh, you can see uh, pictures online. They're all, you know, you, and you think it's going to be like these big vats of just maple syrup, flies are falling into it and stuff like that. <laughs> and, and it's not. They're all in these giant white barrels. You oh, know, wow. like those 55-gallon drums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay? So they're all completely packed into there, and then they just sit them there. And, and the reason why they have this cartel is to keep the price stable. Okay. So I don't know if you know, like, how much, like, a barrel of maple syrup costs. Okay? Is it less or more than a barrel of oil? It is much more than oh, a barrel of oil. wow. Yeah. So like, I, I, I'm sure I could find the exact things, okay? But mm-hmm. but generally, like, a barrel of oil, you're talking, like, like 55, 60 bucks for a barrel, barrel of oil, right? Yeah, around there. Maple syrup is running you over 1000 Wow. So it is higher 
for a price of, you know what I mean? Like yeah, buy a, a lot. Yeah, you're talking like truffle prices. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maple syrup is much more expensive wow. than uh, than a barrel of oil. Wow. So and they have like literally just hundreds of thousands of gallons that they hold in this like Quebecian federal reserve <laughs> of, of maple, of maple reserve. Syrup. You can't necessarily every year get the exact same amount. So right. when they have a year where it, they have a low yield because mm-hmm. they don't get that the freezing temperatures with the with the climbing temperatures during the day, mm-hmm. when they can't get as much, they can dip into that reserve. Okay, oh, and keep gotcha. prices stable and keep prices nice and high where they like it. Oh, I see. Okay, right? that makes so sense. A little problem happened in 2011. At the time in 2011, they only had two areas to hold this okay they had a a year that was just crazy you know in 2011 so they actually rented a third warehouse where they started storing this maple syrup Mm -hmm. Uh, but when they were doing this they didn't realize that there were other people that also were renting areas around there of the warehouse, of the oh, same, of warehouse, the same that warehouse that were that were basically they were closed in under lock and key under fence, but there were other people that were renting it in the same warehouse. Mm-hmm. Well, as it turns out, there was a great maple syrup heist. Oh no! Right. So these guys, there was about five guys that were renting a place next door, and what, basically what they were doing is they at night they would go in because they had key cards and everything to get inside. Mm-hmm. They would go to the to the warehouse next door, mm-hmm. and they were starting to tap the barrels and siphon them like you would siphon <laughs> gas oh, into their own crusty barrels. Uh-huh. Okay, and they were hauling it away, wow. and sometimes they were actually taking and filling those barrels back up with water. In order to oh, so mom and dad won't notice that you drank half the vodka. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. So now apparently all these guys have have been caught and and tried at this point, and they could go to jail for like up to ten years. Wow. Uh, for this theft because they stole a lot of maple syrup. Wow. Uh, so I mean it was it was just crazy. There was actually a guy who was who was doing the rounds. Okay. Now mm-hmm. he was standing up on top of these. Normally they are about 600 pounds mm-hmm. when they're completely a full filled. barrel. A full yeah. barrel is about 600 pounds. So this guy was standing up on top of the barrels, basically counting them. And when he stepped on a barrel that he almost fell over and almost died because the barrel went rolling away because mm-hmm. it only was like 30 pounds. Oh, gotcha. Because of the metal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know, he knocked on the side of it and it sounded like an empty ding, drum ding, ding. because it was an empty drum. Uh-huh. It sounded like a gong. Wow. Uh, and that's and it wasn't until 2012 sometime when they figured this out. So it was a few months after the actual heist happened. Wow. So, yeah, that's uh, the great maple syrup heist of 2000 and 2011. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, they call it uh, the Fort Knox of maple syrup. Mm, mm-hmm, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's under like it, it's totally under lock and key, and you can't get it in, in it now. Apparently, their their insurance agency that had them insured, like after all this happened, they had to beef up the security, and you oh, can't, yeah. like you can't get in there and it's really get armed tours. guards and yeah. you know robotic turrets and everything. Yeah, I mean, with with the price of how much maple syrup is now, you mm-hmm. know, that is crazy. So the thieves made away with six million pounds of syrup. Worth about $18 million from the temporary rented warehouse. Whoa. Right. That's a lot of syrup. Yeah. Each barrel mm-hmm. is about $1,800 or $1,550 US. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is how much, a, like a barrel. I, I was just, I actually a looked it up. A full barrel. A full barrel. Wow. Uh, by comparison, the world oil standard closed out the year at $57.33 a barrel. <laughs> wow. I know. Does right? it, so does it matter the grade? I don't think it does. No, it's just, yeah, if, I if think it's, it's maple a, syrup, if it's 100% maple syrup, doesn't matter. It's still running you yeah, it's because, 15 to $1,800. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, man. It's it's just crazy. Like it's so expensive. I'm it's telling so you, so tasty. If we can find a maple tree, I'll tap that, and we'll become artisanal artisanal maple, maple growers. Farmers. We'll go to the farmers market. Yeah, and you'll get a <laughs> thimble full, fifty bucks, jerk. <laughs> Give it up. So let me let me break away from that for a minute. Did you know there are twenty two? Possibly 23 other species of trees that you can use for sugaring. You know, I did. And uh, the only other one that I know of just off the top of my head. No, two. I know birch Mm -hmm. because you can make, they call it birch water. Yeah. And then I know I read something about walnut trees as Mm -hmm. well that Mm -hmm. you can. So here's just a, a brief thing. Mostly maple. So your black, your red, silver, your Norway, your Manitoba, box elder, which the same, mm-hmm. different name, or the big leaf, 
maple, those are all your general maple trees that, that can be used on a regular basis. Right. Uh, of course, your sugar maple is your your, your holy grail of, of maple. It's the biggest producer. Right. There is a tree in Korea called the Gnosio. Mm-hmm. It means the tree is good for your bones. Like that's the name of the tree. Huh. And they usually drink that fresh. They don't boil it, nothing. They just tap the tree. Tap it and drink it but at like 2% or whatever. It's like a 1%, 2% sugar. Right. There is the butternut or the white walnut. There's the black walnut tree. The heart nut walnut tree. There's the yellow birch, black, gray, European white birch. There are sycamores that you can use. And some hickories. There's also one called the ironwood or the hop horn beam. And they all produce some kind of sap that has a range between 1% to 3% in sugars. You're going to get different flavors with right. the walnut and the birch and the sycamore. Yeah, what I was reading about the, the black walnut when uh, I was just a lady who was had a blog about her tapping her black walnut tree. Mm-hmm. And she got like like a mason jar full, you know, of syrup at the mm-hmm. end. And she said it had a very nutty flavor. Right. Since doing the research for this episode, I have... Walked around my yard. To see what you can tap? Hoping and praying I have something I can tap that is not an oak tree. <laughs> <laughs> my yard is riddled with oak trees. It's all oaks. Yeah. I think, I think we have one birch. I just don't know what kind of birch it is. Right. Okay. So just a couple more things. We were talking about Vermont earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rolling Stone decided to put this article out where they were talking about people of Vermont and very much like how in Baltimore we have a bit of a heroin problem. Okay. But Vermont is so known for its maple syrup. They, mm-hmm. they actually have a picture they had in the magazine instead of, you know how they, you would have like a picture and then, you know, your article yeah, or whatever yeah, underneath. Yeah. Well, they have a, basically a lumberjack looking dude who is, you know, tapping maple syrup trees, mm-hmm. except for he's got a heroin needle in his arm. Oh, man. And yeah, Vermonters apparently went crazy yeah. on them. They were like, why would you do that? Oh. So, yeah, they're, they're pretty upset that they're messing with their maple syrup. Wow. They're not putting heroin in maple syrup, right? No, no, no. I think it's just one of those things where it was like, oh, what's something weird and quirky? Like, I mean, if they were doing an article on Baltimore, it would probably be like a crab tapping its arm. Right. You know okay, what I, mean? I see what you're saying. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Joe. So do you know what it means when uh, your car has a weird maple syrup smell? Uh, I know one of your old cars always smelled like pancakes. Right. Everyone always (laughs) said it smelled like pancakes when I drove around for a long time. Right. Okay. The reason why is because the fluid Mm -hmm. in your radiator, it has a very sweet smell. Mm -hmm. That very sweet smell, like you'll notice it if your car ever overheats, you're going to smell it coming out of your engine. Yeah. Okay. But you also have this thing called a heater core that goes underneath of your... Uh, basically behind your dashboard, Mm -hmm. okay? Usually behind, like, your glove box. And uh, it blows air past that heater core and into your car to keep you nice and warm, Mm -hmm. okay? So it's like a, you know, it it blows the air past it, you know, to keep you warm inside. It's like a heating element in any any sort of heater. Right, except for it has that, the fluid inside that's coming from your engine. Right. Uh, If you have a pinhole leak or something like that and it's squirting out into your floorboards, your car can smell very sweet. Uh uh, And and you're not supposed to drink that stuff that comes out of your radiator because it's really bad for you. Yeah. But... (laughs) I definitely don't put that in any kind of beer that you're brewing. No, don't. And that's why they make it those crazy colors Mm -hmm. uh, so that you don't do that. But Mm -hmm. anyway, uh, yeah, so that can make your car smell like maple syrup. That's right. Now, Joe, what would you do if your BO smelled like maple syrup? Cut back on my maple syrup intake? (laughs) You would think so. (laughs) Well, different flavors and things can come out through your pores. Yeah, of course. Like if you eat a lot of curry... Yeah. You can start to smell like curry if you eat a lot of different flavors and Garlic things like and that. Garlic and onions. Yeah, yeah. You can smell like ungogens or whatever <laughs> you, however you say that I say it. Mm-hmm. So uh, there is this thing. It is, uh, it is called fenogreek. It contains an extremely potent aromatic compound called solotone. Hmm. So it's also present in lovage and some aged rums and molasses. Solostone passes through the body when consumed in heavy amounts and can prompt a sweet maple syrupy uh, odor in your sweat and your urine. Hmm. I thought fenugreek was a, was a it's a herb, right? It's herb. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's related to uh, uh, fennel, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, lovage was a Mike Patton band uh-huh. and also a liquor named after the liquor. The Mike Patton band, I mean. Right. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it's widely used for all different kinds of things. Mm -hmm. You can, people will buy it and just put it in like salads and things like that as like a, like bitter greens. Mm -hmm. You would add like, what are they called? Micro greens and stuff like that. Yeah, you, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. you could add them to a salad or you can, you know, use them to cook with or any kind of herb, but it's widely used as a milk stimulator for lactating mothers. Apparently, oh. it's supposed to help stimulate milk production as oh, well. Interesting. Uh, I read this whole blog article about this lady who had been given some of this, you mm -hmm. know, from this other lady's garden, and she had eaten it, and then, <laughs> and then she no, well, that didn't happen. She no. didn't lactate, okay. but she went to work <laughs> and she like reached up to get the copy toner like yeah. out of the you know out of the cabinet, and some lady walked by and she was like, "Ooh, you smell like pancakes." <laughs> <laughs> and she like literally had to track it back and figure out why. Why she was sweating maple syrup. Why she was sweating maple syrup. But smell, apparently not maple syrup, but the smell of the it. The smell of it. Yeah. Right. So apparently fenogreek uh can cause that to happen. Sweet. Weird body odor. Awesome. <laughs> uh there's one other strange thing called maple syrup urine syndrome. Okay. Now this actually happens with babies. So, you know, I'm sorry, it's a little bit Weird, but it can be, it, you can have a, they can have a problem basically like digesting sugars, mm -hmm. okay? And their pee comes out smelling like maple syrup. Oh. Apparently there are medications and, and things that you can take to, to stop this from happening. Mm -hmm. But yeah, th this only happens in like infants and babies. Well, their so, little bodies have a hard time processing a lot of things. Right, yeah. So. But it's a, you know, there's. Yeah, there's all kinds of websites about it if you really want to get into it. I just thought I wanted to mention it because it's a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. If you're you got a kid and your kid's pee smells like maple syrup, uh, don't let it go. Take them to the doctor. Right. Get them checked out. Mm -hmm. Also, if your urine smells like maple syrup, <laughs> stop eating. Stop pouring maple syrup on your junk. Yes, and, and stop <laughs> eating fenugreek because it's probably one of those two things. Right. All right, Joe. So uh, I got to tell you. After doing an entire shot of maple syrup and <laughs> drinking one of your beers and a couple of glasses of my... Maple porter, maple wine. Maple wine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I threw a Guinness in there, too, just mm -hmm. just for good measure. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah. Just for like a, a, a maple chaser. <laughs> yes. Uh, I am uh, I'm filled with a sugary goodness. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for what's on the horizon. Oh, yeah. Me, and we already have our next episode all picked out. We do. Yeah. And uh, we're going to have a couple of guests, maybe. Mm -hmm. At least one. At least one, yes. Maybe more. Yeah. So I think it's good. Yeah. All right, guys. So if you guys have any ideas for the rest of this year, email us. Yeah, let us know. Uh, we are feedback at thecurioso.com. We are taking suggestions. Yeah. So throw them at us, man. Throw them, throw them at us like some maple water delicious all over my face lick it up i don't even know what i'm talking about all right we're done uh <laughs> thank you for listening to the curioso podcast you can tweet us at curioso podcast you can email us feedback at the curioso.com you can facebook us facebook.com backslash the curioso podcast check out our merchandise on zazzle.com backslash curioso podcast you can also check out our videos youtube.com backslash curioso podcast on the left hand side of the curioso.com you can help support the show by clicking on our donate link and if you're a real curioso we need you to go on and give us a great five star review on itunes it will help us get more listeners and it'll make you feel good about yourself. Talk from it. Hello, hello, Joe. How you doing, yo? Everything on? Yeah, never stop. Oh, I'm going to have to borrow some of my wife's insulin. <laughs> no, don't waste it. <laughs>